Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to The Forbes Factor. Uh, I'm very excited to bring you uh, a special and very unique training that I designed just for my radio and podcast listeners today, because as some of us are starting out the new year, if you're listening to this live, if not, it uh, doesn't matter. This this broadcast, I think, will live on for a very, very long time. And so I advise you to buckle in. It's about 48 minutes long. I'm going to ask that you grab uh, some water a pen and maybe have a quiet space to listen to this. That's one of the best things I can say to you. And I'm going to impart on you as people have been asking me, how do you do it? How do you get to that level? How do you sustain it after all these years, this much energy? And I've got some secret laws of success. I've got seven of them. Hopefully I'll get the time to get to all of them. And uh, let's get right to it, shall we? So the first thing is, one, I love that you listen to my podcast. Uh, I love that you listen to a lot of podcasts. You need to learn to earn, and that is across the board. Uh, in most most occupations, they have continuing ed credits. As an entrepreneur, you need to do what you do. You know, whether it's enrolling a mentor or a mastermind or classes, I am always learning. I'm a perpetual learner, and I highly advise that you are too. And as you're listening to today's training, I want you to write down the word honest. Are you being honest with yourself? Are you doing what you say you are doing? You know, very often I work with dieters, that's one of my occupations, and they lie. They say they do one thing and they lie to themselves, not even to me as a professional, but I'll say, hey, did you do this? Did you walk? And they're saying yes, but they're not. And when their weight doesn't go down, given all the things that they should be doing, it should be one thing, but because they're lying, it's not. So to be honest, to take a really hard look at yourself, if you truly want to succeed, honesty is the first thing that comes to mind. And true honesty can be hard. You know, I mean, I faced a whole bunch of times when if you take an honest look at yourself, it's very uncomfortable, the reality is. And even today, there are parts of me where I look at it and pretend that, hmm, I wish some things were different. And I do believe sometimes that you fake it until you make it. But that is how I think you gain control of your life, of your future, of your legacy. Uh, and then that brings up an interesting thing. Are you in control? Well, there are things that you can control and things that are out of your control. But the things that you can control, let's take a hard look at that. Can you control the food that you put into your body? Can you control the amount of exercise, the way you water your body, the way you love on people, the way you process information? That is within your control. And so many people go, oh, I, I can't control it. I'm just so busy. I don't have the time. Well, we seem to all be granted the same 24 hours, and there are Elon Musk's and Oprah's and Richard Branson's running around who are wildly successful. There are now 18-year-olds who are making NFTs, making millions. We all have the same 24 hours. It is how you delegate it, what you deem important, where you put your priorities, and what your values are. Have you actually written out your core values? And I highly recommend that you do that because some of you will realize, as I did, very sadly, uh, a number of years ago, I wrote out my core values in an exercise, and it came out that health was like number 11. Well, I ended up in the hospital that year. And as I was reevaluating my core values, I realized that fame and success and uh, whatever I had as number one, two, and three 
all paled in comparison to the fact that I was in the hospital. So I moved health from 11 up to one. And every morning that I wake up, I have this conversation with myself. I say, what am I doing to be healthy? What steps am I taking? How am I, you know, watering my body, feeding my body? What choices am I making? And if I'm being honest and understand that I'm in control, take it that way. Take responsibility. I'm going to say that so many of you are giving your responsibility away to other people, to circumstances, and come on. If you've said the word, I had to pivot because of COVID, you are definitely one of those people. You have to pivot in life no matter what. And if COVID is the first time you've pivoted, ha, you've led a very sheltered, amazing life. I have pivoted in my life many times, whether it is due to injury, health, success, sometimes you pivot in a different direction. Uh, but pivoting is what life is. So please don't act so surprised. I pivoted because of COVID. Now, we may have pivoted differently, but you are always pivoting. Hmm. And so uh, I have a quote from a dear friend of mine. It says, if you don't take control of your life, your days will be spent on the ends of strings pulled by someone else. Let me read that again. If you don't take control of your life, your days will be spent on the ends of strings pulled by someone else. Just let that sink in. Seriously, are you a puppet? Is somebody pulling your strings? Wow, is it time to cut those strings, to go on an adventure, to stop being a puppet, maybe become what? Oh, a real person, and maybe the person that you were meant to be. You, know, you have the power to be what you've always wanted to be and dream of being. Maybe you just don't know how to harness it yet. Maybe you got lost in what other people are saying and expected of you. You've been lied to about the potential you have, and you've been held down because other people are afraid of the great person that you could become. Hmm, and why is that? Because success holds a mirror up to their failures. You know, I recently for Christmas bought a new car. I haven't bought a new car in 10 years. It's a beautiful luxury car. And you know what? I'm not going to tell you the name of it. And I haven't posted a picture of it. I want to. I mean, I worked my whole life for this. But I have a sense that if I do that, that you will judge me as though you think I think I'm better than. And I don't want to do that. Because success holds a mirror up to other people's failures. And I don't want to make people feel bad, which is unfortunate. Uh, and so that's why, you know, some people want to follow the same path you do, but they don't want to do the work or they're not willing to dream big enough or sacrifice. You know, if I were to show you the car or show you my lifestyle, you go, oh, wow, lucky you. No, hello. You have no idea the depth of sacrifice that I personally have done to achieve what I've achieved and make it look easy. Well, that's great. That's the point of it. But I got to tell you, it is anything but easy it's a lot of things. It's fun. It's a roller coaster. It's dramatic. It's exciting. Easy has never been a word in my vocabulary. You look at my fiance, Joshua, getting a body like that sure ain't easy. No, it's two hours in the gym every day. You watch what you eat all the time. He goes to sleep almost every night watching some video on health and nutrition. He's a walking encyclopedia. And then people say to me, oh, I want a body like Joshua. And if you don't know who I'm referring to, please go to Instagram and look up Joshua self, S-E-L-F, like selfie, that's his last name, and look at the body. His physical body is a manifestation of his head of what he's wanted his whole life. He's a champion. And he deems himself as a physical champion. And then he created a fitness program about how you work out. And he often says to me and other people that we always question food and nutrition, but we very rarely question, we very rarely question what we eat. I'm mean, sorry, how we work out. I was just noticing that I'm, I don't think I'm, oh, I'm recording this. Okay. 
um, that we don't question old exercises. And he's very uh, passionate about not doing sit-ups and not doing pull-downs and not doing push-ups. And you're like, well, how does he get a body like that without those things? Well, then you want to check out his program at www.joshuafitness.com. It's pretty extraordinary what he has created. All right. So moving on here is we're going to get to my seven laws of success. This first one is to, uh, let me just put it here. The first one is to listen to you. Listen to you. Listen to your heart, to your head, to your passions. You are the center of your own universe. And one of the things that I do in all of my trainings we start about is what do you want? And when you've decided what you want, you will change your behavior to get it. It's interesting because your behavior and your habits are who you are and what you've achieved. And if you create positive habits, you will get positive outcomes. Always? Yeah, actually always. You, if you keep doing the same thing you've always done and you expect different results, that's the definition of insanity. If you change your behavior, then you can expect different results because you will get them. And it's fascinating how that works. And so well, how do you do that? Well, one of the things that you want to do, and this is crazy, I don't think many of you have won an award. Perhaps you have, and I'm not talking about track and field awards back when you were 15. What awards have you won? Do you know that there are over 50,000, 50,000, maybe it's 100,000, I haven't really counted, different awards that you can win as a small business owner, as a fitness professional, as a creator of things. It doesn't matter, everybody. And not only just awards, but there are scholarships, there are uh, cash prizes for things. You have to apply for them. You have to decide that that's what you're worthy of. In my career, I have amassed a lot of awards from infomercial hosting to a Lifetime Achievements Awards and Lifetime Achievement in several fronts, one in the fitness industry, one in the acting industry. Yay for me. Well, if you don't let people know what you're up to and apply for some of these awards, you don't get them. And I'm going to tell you that it is a fascinating journey to have an award and then to do a press release about it. So that's one of my secrets of success, getting awards becoming worthy of awards, putting in the time and energy that someone thinks that you're worthy of an award. It really is a great way to roadmap it backwards. We talk about begin with the end in mind. And so let's start with a journal. Let's start with you writing down what you want. And I've always journaled. Journaled is an old age practice that's helped so many people discover what's right in front of their noses uh, by unlocking all the mishigas, which is a family word of mine, all the craziness that we hear in our head. And so you don't have to be a talented writer to, to journal. All you have to do is let the words flow. And the best thing is don't think too much. Don't worry how it looks or sounds. Just do it. Literally, we used to call this morning pages. Open up your journal and begin to write. And if you do this in the morning and just brain dump, you will discover a lot of things, a lot of garbage that's been in your head. Well, that will flow out. And then there's some room for things that are amazing to flow in. And I highly recommend that you enjoy this process. Uh-oh. I think I have screen shared something that I did not mean to screen share. Well, that would be interesting. Um, I need to go back to my beautiful screen share. Hang on one quick second. As I realign, I, I was working and I dropped something on my keyboard. Isn't that just funny how life goes? Now, I'm not going to stress out about it. I'm going to take a moment and find my... <laughs> Oh, it's just so funny how this happens. But I certainly can have you guys look at me. Maybe I'll just have you guys look at me. I'll stop screen sharing. There you go. All right. And that's what I was hoping was happening all along. All right. So there you go. 
All right, um, I'm going to go on to my second law of success here, and that is about you leveraging your gifts and your talents. What is it that you do? What do you do better than anyone else? Well, there's all kinds of things that you do that you don't even realize. And I want you to go, hmm, what is it that I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about and who would want to know that? And in one of my courses called GSD, if you go to www.gsd with Forbes, you'll see that you have an ebook in you. You have a course in you. And one of the things about making a course, leveraging your time and talent, is that you can wake up in the morning and find money that was not there the night before because somebody wants your expertise. Got it? Now, if you say, oh, I don't know how to write an ebook, I don't know how to write a course, GSD with Forbes will easily help you understand how to do that. It will help you identify your gift and your talent what you're up to, and then in a very step-by-step -step organized fashion, because by the way, GSD, what does it stand for? It stands for get shit done. Yeah, that is what I'm up to, get shit done. I don't care that you've got a book inside of you forever, and I'm not talking about writing a novel. I'm talking about you taking your expertise. Let's pick dog walking. I'm an expert dog walker. Well, there's probably 10 principles that you've learned about how dogs behave, how owners behave, and how you could run that company that you could make an ebook out of. Hey guys, I've got the 10 top Tips for you becoming a professional dog walker. Great, I've been doing this for X amount of years and I've discovered that if you blah, 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 well, I'll bet you there's a lot of people out there looking for a second job, looking for a side hustle that would love to know your tips and secrets. And so they get all excited by this little ebook that you've written, right? Oh, this is really cool. And then there's a course that goes with this. Well, great, if you wanna know all of these, then I have laid this out in a step-by-step -step training doesn't even have to be huge. You don't have to charge more than $20 for it. But when you sell a thousand of them, you've made $20,000 on your, huh? You know how to expert dog walk? That's crazy. Well, I coach people to do this all the time. And so you can list your obsessions, whatever it is that you want to talk about. It could be gaming. It could be cartooning. There's so many things that I bet that you are good at that you don't take for granted. All right. So I'm, fa I'm, I'm looking at my own notes here. You do need to perfect a little bit of this. You need to invest a little bit of time and energy. But I got to tell you, please, please, please do not let your gifts, your talent go to waste. And so I live by three mottos that you need to do some research, figure out who's doing what you're doing in your world, strategize and leverage. You're going to leverage your expertise and I promise you're going to get cash in the bank if you do this. All right, number three. And then at some point we're going to take a, a quick little break and thank my sponsors. But number three is letting go of no. Letting go of no. Now, no for me represents, oh, I had a fear of no, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get rejected. Yeah, you know what? You wanna become a no collector. Yeah, because if you look at how many no's you've gotten, the more no's you get, there's a couple of yeses in there. And if you discover every 10 no's you get one yes, well, you start to better get, you better go out and get a lot of, ten, of no's because every time you do 10 of them, you get a yes. And then you more 10, you get a yes. Now, by the way, you're gonna love getting yeses and maybe now it becomes every five no's you get a yes. Well, wow, what happens with every three no's you get a yes? Oh, yeah, you want to become a no collector. And then you want to do my favorite. You want to take the word no and redefine it. Flip it on its head. It doesn't mean stop. It means go. It means N-O, never-ending opportunity. Yeah, somebody gave you a no. Ask them if, by the way, if they say no to you, what would it have taken to get a yes? That's one of my big all-time secret things. You give me a no and I'm going to say, well, I accept that. What would it have taken to get a yes from you? They'll tell you, and sometimes on the spot, in that moment, you turn it around and you got the deal. Yeah, you, got, you have to live on the edge of fear. You know, fear is false evidence appearing real. Fear's in your head. 
sometimes fear is real. You're standing at the edge of a bungee jump and you're like, I don't want to die. That's probably a real fear, but then you're not going to bungee jump. So go, I'm not worried about the fear part. Let's go enjoy the ride and be excited. But people who don't live a, a prosperous, amazing life have been held hostage by this word fear. And I've been told by many of my mentors that the real joy of life lives on the other side of fear. You've got to walk through it and don't think that anybody has less fear than you. We all have fears. Those of us who've succeeded in whatever way have pushed through the fear so it becomes fuel. Oh my God, can your fear become a fuel for you? Yeah, being a little uncomfortable, feeling the butterflies in your stomach, all of that is exactly part of what life is, my guys. If you're not doing that, if you're leading a wildly comfortable life, you're not living. If you're leading a wildly comfortable life, you aren't living. You're existing. And I can't think of anything more boring and what a waste of humanity to just exist. I don't think that's what you're here to do. And I hope you let that sink in. That if you are meant for something bigger, you've got amazingness inside of you. You are an awesome human being. You are extraordinary. Say that. Have the courage. And I'm going to give you permission to look in the mirror and go, I'm extraordinary. Yeah, you call me, right? Yeah, hello. Who do we think we are? Because if the opposite is true, you become your worst enemy. Isn't that a shame? There's a lot of people out there who'd be happy to hate you, especially when you're successful. They love to hate on you. So why would you become your worst enemy? I hear students say that all the time, and it just breaks my heart. It really does. Let other people be your worst enemy and then go pick on them. I have a whole strategy how you fight that. Because people love to put you down, and that's all right. They can totally do that. I'm not interested in people who put me down. I'm interested in people who want to lift themselves up. I want you to say, I am amazing. I am powerful. I am wonderful. I am empowered. I possess courage. I want The words that you choose are a lot of what shows up in your life. And courage is being afraid and taking action anyway. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I've stood at the edge of cliffs and go, <laughs> suck it up, have the courage to be afraid and do it anyway. All right, with that, I hope that excited and inspired you guys. I'm going to go off for my very first commercial break here to thank my sponsors and everybody at Voice America. Love you guys. Happy New Year to you. And we'll be right back with the Forbes Factor after this message. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. 
Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. So today we have been focusing on our laws for being amazingly successful in everything that we do. So far, I've reviewed three of them, and I'm going to move on to my fourth. And this is build your dream team. Yeah, this is a hard one for me to personally wrap my head around because I was a sole player. Even in school, I was not a team sport player. You know, people who played on baseball and basketball and football, I was always idolizing. How do they do that? How do they coordinate? When you think about any army, they always have teams. Corporations are teams. There's a lot of team building. But as a solopreneur, as a sole inventor, I spent a great deal of my time alone. You cannot. You can go fast alone, but you can't go far. You ultimately have to stop and go, wow, who's in my world? Who's on my team? And that goes for in a whole lot of ways, how you build that. So building the dream team should become an essential part of what you do. And if you think of any sports star, actor, business person, you know, picture who that is. Picture somebody that you totally admire. And then think about having them do that without a team. When you hear the Oscars, you know, the actor will get up there, they won the highest award in acting, and they'll say, I want to thank my, my agent, my manager. The thank you list is huge. Well, who are they thanking? They're thanking the dream team. That's who got them there. None of us get there alone. Even when you hear models, my glam squad showed up and made me all beautiful, uh, but certainly professional athletes. From coaches to mentors to teachers, I saw a beautiful video on YouTube last night. It was a, a college football uh, kid, he'd made the winning touchdown, and rather than like high five his team, he raced across the field, jumped up into the stands, and hugged his mama. I I started crying, bawled my eyes out, because it was just such a beautiful moment. In that moment, you saw that he acknowledged how much his mom struggled to get him there, believed in him, showed up in the stands, and it was just so spectacular. And so it is all about this this team, and how you enroll people to support your vision. And I just think that's amazing. You need people who are cheerleaders in your life, who tell you that you're wonderful, they're there for moral support, they give you that extra push when you need it. I mean, even cheerleaders at a football game, they're not playing the game. What are they doing? They're revving up the crowd to get everybody, you know, inspired, make the confidence, the energy is high. And so I bet you have some cheerleaders in your life. Could be a significant other, some parents, your friends, siblings, anybody who believes in you and what you're doing. I have had in my life the most blessed wonderful cheerleaders. And I, off the top of my head, can thank a dear friend of mine who passed on named Frances Diaz. And she was a cheerleader when I did not believe in me. Uh, I have a whole long list of them. And I think I've personally had cheerleaders since I was a little girl. I was always on a mission. And more than I had deep friendships, I had a lot of cheerleaders in my life. And they really do play an amazing 
part of your life. And it's important that you recognize them because usually they are in the background. They don't want a lot of accolades. They're allowing you to be the front person, but don't forget who they are. Do you have um, someone who you bring your troubles to, the shoulder to cry on? That's kind of important. Because as an entrepreneur, as a leader, it's not always going to go right. You know that. There are bumps and obstacles and hiccups. And whenever you've got those emotions that can wrap you up in negativity, you got to run to somebody and, and dump it out and let them go, oh, it's okay, right? Then who builds your strategy? Who is your partner, both personally and professionally? And, and make a list of all these people in your life. I mean, all of them. It's a, it's a powerful thing to do in this journal, right? Go through and find the people who contribute the most to your life. And then you know what you should do? Mm -hmm. Spend more time with those people. Invest some time and energy into building the relationships. So, you know, a dear friend of mine used to work for a politician and he would sit around and call them all day long. He would call people. And I remember, what do you do all day? He said, I always see you on the phone. He said, I call people when I don't need them. So they're there when I do. Poof, that has never left me. I call people, I reach out and spend time with people when I don't need them. So they're there when I do. You all know this one person who only calls you when they need something. Ugh, seriously? They get on the phone and you know they're going to ask you for something or they need help with this. Why don't they ever call just to wish you a happy birthday, to say hi, to check in with you? How's the weather? I don't know. Uh, it's very, very important to delineate who the, who the time sucks are, the people who want to leech off of you versus really there to support you. Uh, complainers, I cannot stand negative people in my life, and I work hard, as painful as it is, to eliminate them. There are people who just bring down my energy. There's haters, and, and that's just part of life. And you go, okay, you want to build the dream team. I mean, think about the 1996 Chicago Bull basketball team. You've got Jordan, Pippen, Rodman. Forbes knows basketball? Yes, Joshua has made me an expert. When I never watched any basketball or football before I fell in love with Joshua. And I've since watched the Michael Jordan documentary. Wow. Wow, wow, and wow. The life lessons to be learned from that master of the court. Just as a human being, as a son, as a team player, as a leader. I mean, I, I learned so much. And then he turned me on to Tom Brady. And I've been watching football. I can't believe I'm watching football, but there's a lot of strategy. I know those of you who love football, you are like, what the heck? But I didn't grow up as a team player. And so I've been watching that. And then I just watched the Hugh Hefner story about the development of Playboy. And I'll tell you what, he was one man with a vision, but he was all about the team. He had a powerful team. And then there's some tragedy that happened to his team and how he continued on anyway. And so I, I, love, I love hearing these stories because it just reminds me the isms of life and that it does take a team to move mountains or to elevate you, uh, that life happens for you, not to you. How do you take the lessons that it throws in your face some days and it just hurts so much and make it work for you? We've all had these and, and some of us don't realize that the good and the bad, it's all the same journey. It is definitely a roller coaster ride. But if you want the highest of highs, my friend, be prepared for the lowest of lows. Yeah. And unless you want to live a boring, straight life, then I'm not anything I would ever sign up for. Okay. So number five here, and this is an interesting one because I started this journey when I was 31 years old, and it is about the journey of self-discovery. Developing your mind, your spirit, and your whole personal development, the whole world of how you view you. 
is really, really important. Because if you don't acknowledge and comprehend how to let go of your past, how to release trauma, you'll never experience the best part of you. The fact that you have power in you that is not held hostage by some bully that got you in high school or a teacher who did whatever or a person who may have raped you or touched you, they, don't, they didn't take anything unless you give it to them. You can totally diminish past events. And if you don't know what I'm talking about or how to release trauma, I'm going to urge you to reach out to me privately through social media and say, hey, Forbes, what is that breakthrough training that you do? I have been doing personal development breakthrough uh, trainings in a very small, intimate group, very safe, where you can release and overcome very quickly anything. It's got a 100% money-back guarantee to this breakthrough phenomenon that I do. I've done tens of thousands of people over the years. Sometimes I do it on Clubhouse in public, but I love my private classes. I still do them once a month. And so if breakthrough is interesting to you at all, and how do you know it's right for you? Well, because your head is hurting. Yeah, you're tired of hitting it against a wall and go, why is it not working? Why is it not working? Because, because you had a mom and a dad. Let me say that again. Because you had a mom and a dad. Now, your parents may have loved you. Doesn't matter. They may have given you everything. Doesn't matter. They may have hated you. Doesn't matter. They may have molested you, been drunks, given you up for adoption. Doesn't matter. You had a mom and a dad. And what happens is we make formulations about that relationship that are not accurate because you can't trust a four-year-old. You just can't. They have an imagination that is wicked. They think they can climb to the moon and eat the green cheese and hang out with the munchkins up there. You cannot trust a four-year-old. Well, when you're about four or five is when you start to make decisions about life and the people in your life who are there or not there or how they treat you. And it's when you start to formulate your opinions of the world. Well, let me ask you a question. If you're listening to me now and you're 20, 30, 40, 50, you're letting a four-year-old drive your bus? Yeah, you are. And so the training that I do helps you realign how to process who and what you are. And it's pretty powerful. I, I love it. Uh, and I'm passionate about whatever gift or talent I have that I use in the world. So when you wake up every morning, um, there's a couple of things. Your morning routine will really help with your self-development. I also believe that you should go to a seminar and training. I have been to dozens and dozens of personal development seminars. I have read dozens and dozens of books, and I've listened to podcasts, and I continue to grow. You know why? Because it's always a different obstacle. There's always something to learn about you. There's always something, some new memory to release, or just to remind yourself that you are as wonderful as you think you are. Because I'm going to tell you, and write this down right now, get out your pen, Great things never come from comfort zones. Oh, that hurts. Great things never come. If you're comfortable, congratulations. You're probably boring. No, I'm just kidding. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to do the radio show, to say, I'm going to do an entire hour where I teach. Am I comfortable? No, I'm excited. I'm a little, you know, I, to get up in front of 10,000 people. I have done that. I've stood on a stage with 10,000 people. Let me tell you something. Anything but comfortable. Oh my God, my, I thought my heart was going to explode out of my chest, but it didn't. And did I deliver? I think I did. A lot of nervous prep went into that particular one. So glad I did it. Wouldn't trade that for anything. You know, showing up, I've worked with some major celebrities. I always love that moment before I'm working with a celebrity, whether it's acting or, or hosting. Just excited to think about what the next day is going to be like. You know, how you don't want to say something too stupid. You want to be cool. You want... 
I've been nervous a lot of my life. Do it anyway. Do it anyway and enjoy it. It's part of the joy of life. And I mean, even going on a trip. Uh, every time I pack for a new trip, I'm always like a little nervous. I have that jitters. I don't, I don't usually sleep before a plane flight for a trip. It's just terrible. And I also pack at the last minute. That's some of my issues that I am always going to be working on. But here's the deal. You always need to be growing. If you're in sales, you've never been in sales, you always need to always be closing, right? We always need to be growing. You always need to keep finding your specific greatness. And then it evolves. That's the weird part of life. And I am old enough to say this with all uh, all the wisdom of the ages is that when you've lived on the planet, I'm in my sixth decade. Oh my God. I've learned a few things. So I appreciate that you listen to me. If you guys want to listen and learn more, reach out to me on social media. Certainly uh, my training called Pitch Secrets Masterclass, still one of the most fun things I've had over 9,000 people go through that last year. Really, really fun. I'm proud and glad of myself that I'm still here, so waking up, so wanting to contribute. You know, why do I do this? I don't need to work. I like to work. I like to, um, I, maybe I like to be nervous. Maybe I like to think that I matter. Maybe I like to push forth my point of view. Who knows? Why are you listening to me at the moment? I think I have something to say. So I'm going to continue to say it as long as you're willing to listen to it. By the way, I just looked at that photo. That photo that you see on the screen is taken by the one and only amazing brand photographer. Her name is Anne Landstrom. That photo was taken with both of us in the jungles of Costa Rica. How cool is that sentence? How many of you can say that you took a, a beautiful, amazing, sexy photo? Trust me, I'd never actually worn that before. I owned that for a very long time, was afraid to wear it because it's a little intimidating. But I'm looking at the picture going, that woman is on fire in Costa Rica. Yeah, that's all about my law of manifesting. And if you want to know more about manifesting, man, I, I think I could be the queen of manifestation. If you can dream it, you can believe it, mm, you can achieve it. And I've got two more, two more of my success stories coming up. I think I have time to just tease you with one of them before we take our next break. And hopefully today's exercise, you're spending this hour with me, is how do you uplift you? How do you play your bigger game? How do you win? I have a new book coming out called The Forbes Factor, and it incorporates a lot of what I'm talking about today. The principles don't change. And by the way, you can hear these principles from other people. There are laws. It's like the law of gravity. Doesn't matter who talks about it, the law is the same. And so the law of building a dream team, the law of letting go of past trauma, these are not unusual. I like to say that it's different messengers. The message is basically the same. There's universal truths to life. But you might hear that from a Tony Robbins, you might hear that from a Bob Proctor, but you might hear that from a woman named Forbes Riley. And so I have a different perspective as a mom, as somebody who's very working class when I grew up. Each of us has a very different perspective when we come to the table. And I am trusting that the reason you're listening to me is that you and I click. There's some relatability. You go, yeah, you know what? I didn't really feel like I was part of a team or I was overweight or I didn't think I was very attractive. Yeah, then you want to listen to some of the things that I've overcome. And so I've got about four minutes before I go to my next break. And so I'm going to tease you with number six. And this has to do with how do you separate yourself from the negativity? I have noticed, whether it's on Clubhouse or on Facebook, as soon as you have a point of view, there are 10 people to tell you that they hate you because of your point of view. They don't even think your point of view is wrong. They just freaking hate you. I don't know what this culture of hate is, this culture of, of cancel. If we don't like you, we'll just cancel you. Man, that goes back to the dark ages. We don't like you off with our head. 
That's kind of what's going on today, and it's very destructive and very horrible. And so I'm going to say that eliminate the negativity. And the negativity might come on your social media. Uh, delete people. It's a great button. Block people. I don't even have to, I don't even engage in the conversation because I've discovered, sadly, that it's hard to change someone else's belief system. And so there's a lot of I'm one or the other on this side of the coin and I don't need to flip you. I just need to dismiss you because there's enough people on my side of the coin to make me feel comfortable because neither one of us are right. Okay, you really need to understand that. It is our point of view. We think we're right. We'll fight for the being right, but it's a belief. And I don't care who you are. I, I don't believe that right is right. That's a weird phenomenon. And we can discuss that all day long. But there are people who are just wired to be negative. You know, I went on Clubhouse the other day and there was a woman who was blowing the whistle on something. We won't say what it was, but she was out there, I believe, um, putting her life on the line and her job, she lost her job because of her blowing this whistle and she was sharing her point of view. Well, as the Clubhouse room was talking, another room opened up, not to dismiss what the woman was talking about, but to dismiss the woman herself. Oh, we don't know if she really worked there. Who is she? Guys, this isn't the right way to fight. It's not a good way to win an argument. To go after people. Um, you know, I hear people calling each other racist. Well, racist goes on both sides of the coin. You can be white and hate black. You can be black and hate white. You can be white. It doesn't matter. I, I'm, let's stop calling people. That's such a blanket name. I believe that there are all kind of negative things that exist in the world. Remove yourself from those or spend your life fighting them. You have a choice. I'm not telling you either way. Uh, but I will tell you that I think this media fuels the negativity. I think we're in a time where people want us to fight, would be very happy to see a civil war. And like I said, neither one of us are right. You have an opinion. I would like people just to simply say, I disagree, but I respect your opinion and move on. Can we just start? Can you imagine the world saying that? I totally disagree with you, but I respect your right to say something. I respect your opinion and then leave. But no, we want to take a gun out and kill the person that we don't, I don't, you're not right. Boom, you're dead. You're out of, you're canceled. I don't believe you. There was a time I remember in this country that I love so much, it was called freedom of speech. That does not exist anymore. You do not have freedom of speech. Freedom of speech when I was growing up used to be that you could not yell fire in a crowded movie theater. That was like the big thing. But now if you don't agree with me, you have the right to dismiss me. Wow, that's challenging. So I don't believe that I'm right in anything that I say. It's just my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, and if it helps you and serves you, that's great. If not, change the channel. By the way, if you do like what I'm saying and you listen to me on iTunes or any one of the podcasts, there's always a place to leave a review. I encourage you to, to leave a review. I would like to say five stars works for me. But again, however this lands for you, uh, but read, leave a review so someone else can be encouraged. And by the way, if it's a negative review, don't bother leaving it. I don't need to know any more negativity. I only want five stars. So if it's not worth five star, move along. All right. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm having some fun with you guys. Life's supposed to be about fun. It's not enough fun. Right now, let's go take a quick break. We'll be right back after this message with the Forbes Factor. <laughs> We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. 
The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Well, hey, hey, and welcome back to The Forbes Factory. Focus on health, wealth, and happiness. And today's show's all been about the seven laws to get you to your next level. Principles that I live by and I'm excited to share with you. For those of you who are watching live on my Facebook feed, oh, I adore you guys, uh, you're looking at a photo that Miss Ann Landstrom took of me when we were in Costa Rica. It, to me, when I, when I looked at that photo, and she was there when I saw it for the first time, I don't think I realized how powerful I am. And that sounds crazy, right? But the, the photo is in this leopard gown with sunglasses and an attitude. And it was certainly something that she drew out in me. But it, when I looked at it, I think it was an actual shift. And maybe you need to do a professional photography. And certainly Anne Blance was one of the best branding photographers ever in Southern California is where she resides. Now, she's the best in the world, but she resides in Southern California. And I looked at the photo and I had a moment to reflect and say, wow. This is an ism. Guys, by the way, I'm in my OPP branding class. Uh, I talk about this, but be the person that they expect you to be, that they're looking up to. Because I'm telling you that inside all the celebrities that you've ever known and loved is a little girl, a little boy who gets nervous and gets shy and doesn't believe that they're as important as you think they are. And it's one of the reasons that a lot of celebrities go to drugs and alcohol because the accolades are too much. Nobody is that wonderful. But when you're a fan and you put them up on a pedestal, I was listening to Donnie Osmond talk last night about this, about how, and I agree with him, that it's great to get the applause, it's great to get the acknowledgement, but at the end of the day, I come home and I'm just mom, or I come home and I'm just Joshua's girl, or I just want to veg in front of the TV with no makeup and eat popcorn in bed and be a slug. I know that's crazy, but you look at that photo and go, damn, that woman doesn't do that. I don't know if the, you know, the only person I can think of in the world, the queen probably doesn't do it, the queen of England. I think she probably spends all of her time. Can you imagine what does the queen look like in the bathtub when she has a day off? Okay, that was a bad visual. Let me go back to my thoughts here. All right. 
Success leaves clues. This is one of my favorite quotes. And a lot of these quotes have totally shaped my life and consequently hundreds of thousands of people that I touch. But you need a mentor. We all do. You need someone to look up to. Now, the mentor, most of my mentors when I was younger were mythical. I would read stories of great people and in my mind, ask them questions. In my mind, look at some of the things that they did. I didn't always have to meet my mentors. I've had a lot of celebrities in my life who I've never met, but had a massive impact on the way I shape and think myself. And then when I became a bit more child of the world and realized that you could take classes and you could meet Tony Robbins and you could meet Les Brown and you could be friends with Jane Fonda and life changed. So most of the people nowadays that you love teach a class, attend seminars, Uh, You can get to almost anyone and either ask them questions or be in their circle or read their books or get their teachings. And I highly recommend that you do that. And so people say, well, who is the perfect mentor? Well, it's not just random person. It's somebody that really appears to have done what you want to be doing before you get there. And the cool thing about reading what they did or meeting them or getting them to coach you is that success does leave clues. They'll tell you the things that they did because to be that great, You have to not only know about them, but to emulate them, to think the thoughts that they thought. What does it take to be a professional gymnast? All professional gymnasts all have the same thoughts, and they just do. The way they visualize the success of what they're doing, the way they eat, the way they train. And if you want to, and why would you study with somebody who is at a national level when you could study with a gold Olympic medalist? So the thoughts and the talent that someone got to get certain level I want to speak with the very, very best. And so I have sought out the very best, somebody who's got a lot of experience, someone who loves what they're doing, and someone who surprisingly is willing to help you. I have been blown away by how some of the most successful, famous people on this planet have been willing to give me information. And not only just me, but that seems to be when you get to a certain level of success, depending on who you are, but you turn around and help other people which seems to be, as I've gotten to a certain level of success, one of the joys of my personal life is helping others. Nice that I've gotten what I've gotten, yay for me, but there's more to it than that. And if you can build, you know, if you can build a relationship with them, I remember, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of the movie The Secret and certainly Bob Proctor, who's a friend of mine, and Sharon Lecter. And then earlier this year, I get a phone call from someone who I admire, never met, and it's John Asaroff. And he's like, hey, I'm like, Hi, um, uh, hi. Well, why are you calling me? He's like, hey, a couple of my friends have talked about who you are and what you're up to, and I thought I should reach out and connect. I was blown away, excited and delighted, and I have since spent time at this man's house and become friends with him. Wow. So who's on your mentor list? So in that journal that you've got, please write down the name of three or four people who you admire, whether you could ever meet them or not, whether living or dead. Because you can go back and read someone's history and go, wow, that person did this, this, and this. I recently read the bio and watched the movie of Harriet Tubman. She continues to blow me away. How did one woman at that time in the history, given all the disadvantages of being a woman in history at that time, create magic? And we still talk about her. I know for sure when she was risking her life and helping her family and friends and, 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 and people in her world that she ever thought anyone would ever know who she was. In fact, I'm sure she thought she'd be killed at any one moment or tortured or whatever, and yet she survived. We we know her name. She did something so much bigger than herself. And so I went back 
and really looked at how did she do this? The conviction, and I watched the movie because sometimes I like to really see what, what you know, what, what was the inspiration? What was, anyway, it was fun. The woman who played her in the movie was brilliant. And it reminded me about a lot of my life that most of what I've done, I've done in the dark and no one has any idea. You guys only see either what I want you to see or the really fun icing on the cake. But there's not a seven layer cake. There's like a 52,000 layer cake of all the things that it took to, to get to the cake. That looks like, oh, how hard could that be? Hello? My advice though, and this is my advice from having done it wrong in the past, is I would seek out mentors sooner. Seek out mentors sooner. Uh, because it'll just light a path for you guys. All right, we're down to the final few minutes of my broadcast, and thank you so very much for joining me today. This is a very important show. I started off my morning on the phone with a woman who had called me and said, I'd like to offer you something. And I'm hesitant to say what it is until I've actually achieved it, but I got nominated for a very powerful accolade. Something that was on my vision board. Uh, I believe it's going to happen. And when it does, it, it will be one of the shining highlights of my life. But I was on the phone with this woman today who has the power to grant this. And uh, under review of who I am and what I've done. And as I'm sharing some videos and talking about my past experiences, I dove into the work that I've done with children and people with disabilities regarding spin gym and just scholarships and things that I've done, again, did not do it with any intention of beyond just seeing the joy on their faces and, and learning more for myself, about myself, and just being of help, being of contribution, which is a big value of mine that lives now number two, right behind health. It was not that way for a very long time. And as I'm talking to her, she had a moment, and this blew me away. She said, I'm going to nominate you for a Lifetime Achievement Award in this thing we're doing. And I stopped and said, what? She said, I didn't realize the depth of which you gave back. Well, nobody does. I don't talk about that. It seems really de to defeat the point of giving back if you tell people about it, because then you're doing it for your own self-gratification. And I've never done that. In fact, I've never done that to the point of I need to do that more, I think, so people, I, maybe with my foundation and things, we can do that. But I had a moment of thinking, wow, so the biggest accomplishment that she was impressed with was not the movies and the television and the trainings, but the depth of which I gave back. Can you all see how that might be a successful thing to, for you to do in your life? And then the final thing I'll leave you with is that jump, just freaking jump, jump off the cliff. I know that, well, Forbes, you could get hurt. Yeah, I used to say leap and the net will appear. Well, leap and I believe the parachute appears on the way down. And if not, you hit your head on the concrete and die. No, no, you don't. You just failed. But if you never jump, you never know. And by the way, you learn more from your failures than you do from your successes. I don't get on stages to talk about how wonderful I am. I talk about the, the struggles that I went through to get here. And then when you do that, it begins to build momentum. People like hearing your stories. They like hearing your teachings. And there's a way that you live your life, whether it is your morning rituals, what you do in the afternoon, how you handle yourself. But keeping going, it, it's fascinating. I jump off cliffs all the time. 
And one of the ways to do that is number one, stop overthinking that you're going to hurt yourself because you just might. And that's okay. Uh, be willing to course correct. I've talked about this forever. You're not a speedboat. I want to get to here. Well, guess what? You're a sailboat. And every time you go off direction, you got to course correct and course correct. And those of us who are more successful than others, just course correct quicker. I get blown off course constantly. I don't get upset about it. I just keep course correcting. And then believe. Believe that you can do this. Believe that you were meant to soar like an eagle. And then, if and only then, you're willing to just jump off the bridge and go, okay, I got it. I get it. I'm jumping off the bridge. I can fly. I can fly. I can fly. It's not always going to work. But I got to tell you something. If you never jump, you never win. You don't win at life. And that to me seems like such a shame. You know, from my personal experience, uh, it has not been an easy road, but then who said it was supposed to be easy? I love when people say, it's not fair. I don't know, did you get handed a handbook that said life is fair, just go play the game? Because by the way, if you found that book, I'd like to share it, I'd like to read it, because I don't know where the life is fair book is. You know, if you're listening to my voice right now, you're blessed. And not because you're listening to my voice, but because you got a computer, you got a cell phone, you got access. You live in an environment where you can take the time out of your day and enjoy this. There are people around the world who don't have electricity. And if they do, they might not have access to a cell phone. And they might not have access to shoes or a roof over their head or enough food to feed their children. They're no less worthy than you and I. It's confusing to me that we look up to celebrities we look down on the homeless. We look up to athletes. We look down on refugees. What if you looked up to a refugee and said, I got to applaud that mom for getting her kids out of a dangerous situation and against all odds, raising a family, not choosing to kill herself, going, this is too hard, I'm out of here. Who do you look up to? And I would make your role models, people who've contributed to the world, there's a lot of powerful stories that I have recently come across and listened to, whether it's by a TED Talk or some others, of sexual abuse victims. I look up to them. They continue to thrive. I look down on people who traffic them. I look down on the celebrities that buy into all of that. I look down on the Harvey Weinsteins and Jeffrey Epsteins and people who just abuse other people. And I really do and happy to say that publicly. I look up to the men and women who had the courage to speak up when they knew it might hurt them. I look up to the whistleblowers who have lost their jobs, their livelihoods, and maybe their life because they believe that there was a greater good that they stood for. Hmm. I'd like to say that I look up to you for taking the time to spend today with me, to believe that you can make a difference in this world. Oh, what can one person do? One person created Tesla, one person created the light bulb, one person discovered electricity, Benjamin Franklin. One person can do a whole lot, but only if you believe. So to everyone, thank you. I honor you and I appreciate you being here on The Forbes Factor. And I will see you again right back here next time. Go make it a great day. Thank you for making The Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.